Good morning, Church. Our message today is about lukewarm Christianity. And it's interesting to note that there is only one reference in the Bible to a lukewarm Christian. And we find it in Revelation, in the final part of the series of letters, that God asked John to send the seven major churches in Asia. To the other six churches, there were at least some praise mentioned on their account. But to the church in Laodicea, there was none. In fact, they were the only ones who received the harshest condemnation. This is one of the most popular of all the letters sent to the churches, but also the most misunderstood. I hope you have your Bibles with you and turn them with me to Revelation chapter 3, verses 14 to 20. The message to the church in Laodicea. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Laodicea. This is the message from the one who is the Amen the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. I know all the things that you do, that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other, but since you are like lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. You say I'm rich. I have everything I want. I don't need anything. And you don't realize that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So I advise you to buy gold from me, gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also buy white garments for me so you will not be shamed by your nakedness. And ointment for your eyes so that you will be able to see. I correct and discipline everyone I love. So be diligent and turn from your indifference. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice, open the door. I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. First, John was saying that this is not my personal message to you. He said this is the message from Jesus, the one who is the Amen, the faithful, and true witness, the beginning of God's new creation. And this message from Jesus, more than 2,000 years ago, is still relevant to us now as it was to the Christians in Laodicea. And since this is the only reference to a lukewarm Christian in the entire Bible, it is important for us to know what it truly means so we can stand side by side with the truth of the Word and see where we really are in the light of this truth. Here, Jesus was saying, I know your deeds. I know everything that you are doing. I see your heart. And you know what I see. You are neither cold nor hot. And Jesus continued, I wish it would have been better that you were either cold or hot. But since you're just sort of just in between, neither cold or hot, because you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. These were very strong words coming from Jesus. And did I get it right? Did he say being hot or cold is better than being lukewarm? This is where the verse gets taken out of context. Some interpret this as Jesus saying it's better to be in either of the extremes, someone who is on fire for him or someone who is cold to the point of unbelief is better than someone who is indifferent and just hangs in the middle. But the Christians in Laodicea didn't need any further explanation. They knew exactly what Jesus was talking about. 
And to have a better understanding of the scripture, we have to look at the historical context, the geography, and the background of the city. Laodicea sits between two other cities. To the north is Hierapolis, and to the south is Colossae. Hierapolis is famous for its soothing hot water springs, and Colossae had cold springs that were clean and refreshing to drink from. Laodicea, they always had problems with their water, which was supplied through an aqueduct six miles from the south. So by the time the water reached Laodicea, it had become lukewarm. It was unclean and undrinkable. So when Jesus talked about hot, cold, and lukewarm, they knew exactly what he meant. So hot and cold were never about the saved, the unsaved, and the undecided one in the middle. Remember, this was a letter written to the church. The message is not for unbelievers, but for Christians like us who can be at two, not three diametrically opposed points. One side is represented by two images, hot and cold water. The opposite side is represented by lukewarm water. Both the hot and cold water are beneficial. Hot water is soothing. Cold water is refreshing. That is why Jesus said, I would rather have you be hot or cold than a lukewarm Christian, which is completely the opposite, the kind of water that makes you sick, that makes you spit out of your mouth. Jesus was making a spiritual point. He said, I know your deeds. You say you are a Christian, but your actions speak otherwise. And Jesus knew exactly what the problem is. The Christians in Laodicea were distracted. They were living a very comfortable life in a city that was very prosperous. Laodicea was a banking center. They were a textile town famous for their black wool. They have a medical school and it was home to a sought-after rob. The Christians there didn't think that they have any problem because they have money. But having the money was the problem. They got distracted with it. They said they're rich, they have money, and they don't need anything. Jesus was saying, you have become lukewarm because you think you have become so prosperous and so self-sufficient that you don't need me anymore. But you do not realize that if you place your security in your possessions, you would think you are above everyone else. But the truth is, Jesus is the source of true and lasting treasure. And even if you are clothed with the best that the world has to offer, without Jesus, you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Self-sufficiency is not bad until you reach the point that you don't need Jesus anymore. The essence of lukewarmness in this passage is when we say, I need nothing. Also, buy white garments for me, so you will not be shamed by your nakedness. Again, the Laodiceans were familiar with this. They were famous for their black wool, and it gave them a false sense of self-worth. Jesus saw this shameful nakedness in their pride. You see, we are distracted by our culture. It tells us that there are far more better things that we should strive for. We are deceived by our false wants, and our vain pursuit of what we perceive as valuable easily becomes our idols that take us away from what really matters in eternity. Jesus is saying, when you put on the white robe of my righteousness that I purchased for you on the cross, everything that you thought matters in this world 
will lose its appeal. And I'm not saying that you need to lessen your motivation to strive hard, to earn a living, and live a comfortable life. What I'm saying is that we can be in this world, but still be apart from it. And our lives no longer have to be defined by the standards set by other people. You know the saying, right? When you know your true value, you no longer have to buy the things you don't need with the money you don't have to impress the people you don't like. Jesus said, buy from me ointment for your eyes so you will be able to see. The Laodiceans were familiar with this because their city was famous for a powder that is used as an ingredient for a healing eye ointment that they export throughout the Roman Empire. The truth of the matter is, we may think we have the best plan and vision for our future. But today we are being reminded that it is only Jesus who truly makes us see the things that matter. It is only our relationship with Jesus, not with anyone else, that we can truly find our purpose in life and help us focus on what truly matters in eternity. We all have had seasons of indifference towards God, especially during the pandemic. And it's not that we have lost our faith. We have just become lukewarm because we have been busy with many unnecessary distractions. We have heard some of the harshest rebuke that Jesus ever spoke to the church. And he is reminding us again today. He said, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You are wretched, pitiful, blind, and naked. We as a church have become lukewarm. But the good news is, we have a loving and faithful God. And do you know why He is correcting and disciplining us? Jesus said, I correct and discipline everyone I love. Jesus loves us in spite of our lukewarm faith, and He is giving all of us a second chance. So be diligent, be committed, be zealous, work hard and stop being a so-so Christian. Repent and turn from your indifference. The only thing that keeps us from truly experiencing Jesus in our lukewarmness is a door in our heart that can only be opened from the inside. He said, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. Let us all reflect for a moment. Let's be honest and ask ourselves, how have we been in our walk in faith? If we know we have been lukewarm in our own words and in our heart, let's pray to Jesus. His invitation stands. All we have to do is turn from our indifference, hear His voice, and open the door. <music>